Welcome to another edition of the Columbia University Sports Podcast, the Cusp Show, where we talk about the business of sports and media and entertainment. We are here at Radio Row at the Super Bowl in Miami. I'm Joe Favorito, along with my co-host this week, Scott Rosman. How you doing, Joe? Good. Scott, why don't we talk a little bit about betting? What do you think? So, do we have anybody around that can kind of talk about the business of sports gambling and how we got to where we are? You know, there's a bunch of derelicts on my text chain who I could probably yeah. reach out to, uh, but we've actually got a true expert on okay. this, uh, <laughs> Chad Millman, who is uh, the chief content officer for the Action Network, has taken time out of the schedule to join us today. How you doing, Chad? Listen, it's almost like you guys have been rehearsing this bit for years. Yeah, it's it never, and it never comes out. It is seamless. Yeah. Pure comedy. It's called chemistry. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, Chad, for the people who don't know, obviously you came from a a pretty prominent background in ESPN. Tell us a little bit about the Action Network, where it is now, and kind of what the business goals are. Sure. So, uh, the Action Network is a full-scale media company that's focused on serving fans who want to know more about sports betting, whether it's the most basic stuff about... What does it mean to bet on a point spread? What does it mean to bet on a total? Uh, To more in-depth stuff about why is Demarcus Robinson uh, receiving yards set at 20? Should the right bet be over or under? And no joke, very deep analysis on why that might be the best bet of all the player props at the Super Bowl of the 400 different props that are available. And um, we launched two years ago. We launched in January of 2018, sort of uh, founded by the Churner Group thinking about the impending legalization of sports betting. I left ESPN to help them start the business. And we are now sort of deep into, all right, it's legal in 11 states. It's uh, available for mobile sports betting in four states, New Jersey, West Virginia, Indiana, Pennsylvania. And our business is fundamentally about audience that wants to subscribe and audience that wants to convert to be betters and we have a relationship with a lot of sportsbook operators it's called the affiliate business where if either of you were on the Action Network platform and you clicked into a link that took you to one legal operator in a specific state and then you made a bet we would get paid a fee for for that relationship so and you guys have gone through some rounds relatively recently right funding rounds we raised money in uh, we raised 17 and a half million dollars in February of la- about this time last year, um, that was the first round. Churnin had launched the business, you know, with some funding behind it, and then last year we raced around. So, your background is <laughs> is, is a, in traditional media, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, kind of these historic legacy brands that have really been a part of the framework of the industry for generations. God, take it sounds so serious. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you've written multiple books. Multiple books. Multiple books, both fiction, non-fiction, mm-hmm. some non-fiction that may have a little fiction uh-huh. in there. Nonetheless, the leap from ESPN, your editor-in-chief of the magazine, to this startup, Take us through your mindset and how you got to that point. So it was uh, it was uh, May of 2017, and Mike Kearns, who was the was the president of the of Churnin Digital, uh, reached out to me. I had never met the guy uh, at ESPN. Like I had a very specific executive track where I was 
uh, editor-in-chief of the magazine. I had become editorial director for ESPN Digital. And uh, then I was also sort of somewhat public in the coverage of sports betting. And I would cover it for television. I would do podcasts, and I wrote about it. Ultimately, I had started a section of ESPN uh, called Chalk. We mm -hmm. had writers for it. So it was... Yeah, I was fairly public in my profile as a sports betting sort of uh, reporter. And Kearns called me and said, hey, we're thinking about starting this business. We are interested in sort of making it media focused and building a brand around the idea of sports betting as it becomes legal in more places. Would you be interested? And it was just the right timing. I felt like I had done a lot at ESPN, um, but I... And if I didn't do this kind of thing now, then I was probably never going to do it in terms of where I was with my family and where I was with sort of the opportunity with the group that was founding it, the Sherman Group sort of best in class in terms of investors, really thoughtful about business. And uh, they were putting enough behind it that it felt like it would have a nice runway. And so I gave it a shot. So it's an amazing life decision. It's obviously worked out extraordinarily well. But let's go back. How do you have the conversation? Because we have students who are in this world a lot, and uh, as I've had older students now who are starting to take that leap into kind of the unknown, what's the conversation like at home? How do you, are you are you selling this? Is it a negotiation back and forth? What's the conversation like? So you have the benefit of knowing my wife. I was I just going to say, you know the yeah. story. Right? Uh, so. You know her very well. And so, um, you know, I happen to be very lucky, and she is sort of game for trying things if she feels comfortable that the right decision-making process has been had. And she knew I had been agitating at ESPN for a while and was looking for sort of something that was less stifling and sort of how you could create and move a little bit faster. She obviously knew I was very passionate about the betting space and, you know, she didn't know where it was going but knew that I knew where it was going. And so, honestly, the hardest part about the conversation was originally the job was based in San Francisco. And I was sort of pursuing this as if I was going to take it and, like, looking at real estate in San Francisco and thinking in my head, like, yeah, we're going to have a conversation about it, but she was seeing it as you've already taken this job and you're moving us to San Francisco and it's going to be a startup in a place that's four times expensive and you're never going to be home. What the hell's the matter with you? So once we had that conversation, uh, I was like, all right, I guess I'm not going to take this job. And I told the Trinity of that. I told my parents this. And they're like, why don't you do it in New York? And so then... And you're living in Connecticut outside Hartford. Yeah, exactly. And so they were like, do it in New York, be in the city a couple days a week. And that sort of changed uh, the trajectory of the conversation. Has the job... How has it evolved from when you started, and where will it go, in your opinion, regardless of where sports gambling grows in terms of states, over the next year? How does the business continue to evolve? Well, it's definitely the affiliate side is a massive growth lever for the business. We just launched it in earnest in mid-December uh, and really saw a lot of success in the first six weeks, um, even way beyond what we were anticipating. And I think, you know, we had been spent two years trying to be a subscription business. And subscription, we've grown quite a bit and we're reaching our goals, but it's also a really hard business. Like, the more you gain, the harder it is to grow, sort of in the factors you'd like to grow. And the um, churn becomes high, retention is challenging, customer acquisition is really high. 
And so as we think more about affiliate, you got to start thinking, do you start to lever back some of the sub stuff because you want your audience to grow, you want as many people as possible in the funnel that you can convert to betters. As more states come online, you want to have more users already in your pipeline that you can convert. So it makes you think about how you balance those two industries. And how about the shift that you've had? I mean, from focusing really entirely on content at ESPN, and your title is Chief Content Officer at, at Action Network, but you're in investor meetings, right? You're going out there, you're selling the, the, the product. Yeah. Um, what's that been like? It's awesome. I mean, part that, it's also part of why you leave someplace like ESPN, where even if I had a broad portfolio, the scale of the business is so big. I'm not going to be in a board meeting with Bob Iger and Jimmy Patero, right? And so... Not for a good reason. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so this was an opportunity to see what it's like to build a business, to be in those meetings where you're trying to raise money, to have new contacts with high net worth folks who are in the media space and have taken different paths. Um, all those things were core to why I wanted to take the shot. And yeah, it's been fascinating. You know, I don't know... I, I was um, really amazed at how candid the conversations are about what people's aims are when they're in those rooms. This is our expectation. This is how we want to run the business. This is what we want the end result to be with the business. This is what we're hoping. This is how much I put in. Like, um, they are very frank money conversations, which you know I was not used to having. Okay. So, in uh, the last couple minutes, we have we ask a lot of our listeners are young people looking to get started, a lot of entrepreneurs. You've now taken an entrepreneurial stance on, on your new job. What advice do you give people as they come in, whether they are coming in on the journalism side or kind of on the business side? you got to laugh. It's like there's so many things that go wrong, and I think I have, I have the privilege of having been in places where the stakes felt high and it was high stress and there were things that would keep me up at night. And when you're starting a business, and maybe it's because we've got a decent amount of money behind us, and so like everything feels stressful and it feels important and it feels game-changing for the business, but that's also the exciting part. And so you got to sort of look at it as like, wow, this is... This is the fun part. This is why you're doing it. And you got to know how to come with a resolution. you got to be able to be kind to the people you work with. And hopefully you're in it with good people who are laughing also and understanding. But I always think about one of my favorite movies is Bull Durham. And there's this great scene in Bull Durham where uh, it's, a, it's a tense situation and there's a meeting on the map with the movie pictures. And you want to say it's Scott or should I? They're, they're all debating sort of that moment. And... Um, they ultimately come to like they're going to buy candlesticks as a wedding gift candlesticks candlesticks always make a nice gift yeah exactly and so like or I think about like moments you know everything comes to TV to me like I think about the West Wing where even in the most tense moments they would make a really bad joke to sort of they're not taking it any less seriously but they're sort of reminding themselves that like they're going to get through it you just got to laugh about it yeah great absolutely so we're here on Radio Row interesting and again somewhat there's an irony to a degree that it's someone representing a gambling focused uh, outlet is is here talking about this you you were persona non grata until about two and a half years ago your type yeah yeah right yeah nobody wanted anything to do with with sports betting and even at ESPN like it was very you know 
10 foot distance from sports betting. I did a show with Colin Coward called Colin's Sunday Football Show where we were both at ESPN and you know we would do a 10 minute segment on sports betting and that was sort of the deepest ESPN had ever really gone and it was 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning on ESPN 2. Like it just wasn't anything that was sort of getting a lot of attention because there wasn't a lot of money behind it and it offended a major partner so there wasn't any real reason to do it obviously very much so. Chad Millman, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Radio Row, Super Bowl 54 in Miami on the Cusp Show. Continued best of luck with all the great stuff you guys are doing, um, professionally, personally as well. Uh, Scott Rosner, Joe Favorito, Cusp Show, live from Miami. See you down the road. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.